1: Welcome to Svennfell. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, sorry. Two Americans living in Sweden, talking about unemployment.
2: Yeah, let's talk about unemployment. <laughs> I was wondering which direction you were going to go if we were going to talk about unemployment or job opportunities, but I guess you're a glass half-empty <laughs> kind of guy. So.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, glass pouring out type of guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there might be a hole in the bottom of the glass. <laughs>
1: yeah man, I'm glad to be back. I'm in Stockholm again. We're not in the same room yet, but um I'm I'm back and I'm home with the kids and it's nice man. Nice to How be back.
2: do you How do you feel when you um how what's your vibe when you go to America and then you come back? Like do you feel do you feel recharged? Do you feel like more complete or like, what is your, what's your take on when you go home?
1: When I go home, I feel like at home man. it feels nice to meet people that are like culturally like me. You know what I mean? Sure. We, we're all so different in America. It's such a big country that it's different, but there's just something distinct about us. Kind of like Swedish culture is so distinct that you see an American and you are around Americans it just feels american and that is home man it feels good
2: that's a good point i i the the fact that we're all so different i think there's like it there's something really normal about that in yeah. america like the idea that you're all different whereas here in sweden it feels um when you're different you you feel it more often you yeah it, it feels more like a part of your life you know whereas in america it's like oh yeah he's like that oh yeah i met a guy like that once
1: yeah you know <laughs> yeah and uh, here, it's like you or, or at the airport when i'm g- coming back and mm. i see all the swedes that just don't listen to us standing in line and they're just blocking <laughs> off everything and i'm just like, brah you niggas are crazy <laughs> I don't even get we started. Uh, I didn't. I don't no, know why. Like, I, that's my I'm, reminder every time. That's like, oh, you're going home because you know there's a a bunch of Swedes blocking the way that don't understand zone one, zone two. They just stand there and just mm. make it all harder for everybody. Like, oh, yeah, I, I always, I
2: always feel it like the moment I get on the plane that's actually going to Stockholm. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's like you start hearing everybody speak Swedish, and I'm just like, ugh, oh fuck. <laughs>
1: but that, like, but but to me, uh, my ears perk up like when I hear somebody speak English here. If I hear somebody hmm. speak Swedish in America in America, and my ears perk yeah. up. I was like, oh yeah, that's a friendly. You know what I mean? So I don't feel like that. I
2: always I think. It's, I always think it's kind of fun. Like if I'm on the flight that isn't like the one. Like if I'm going, if I'm on the Atlanta to Amsterdam flight, mm-hmm. and I hear a Swede, I'm like, hmm what's a Swede doing in Atlanta? Like, I feel like, yeah. I, I feel like I'd never met a Swede in, in all of my years of living in Atlanta. So I always find it kind of <laughs> yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. It's
2: sort of like when I met, when we went to London and I met that woman on the plane who was wearing a Kyle Pitts jersey. I was like, how, how does a Swedish <laughs> person become an Atlanta Falcons and slash Kyle Pitts fan? Like, how did this happen? She's that, like, oh, I, re- I fell in love with the Falcons when they had Matt Ryan. I was like, oh, wow. That's oh, fascinating. Oh, wow.
1: So you're dumb. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, he was no, I'm good.
1: Just I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'll just fuck it with you.
2: <laughs> he was fine. He threw a touchdown pass on his first throw in the NFL. So I can understand how you'd be like, oh, well, that's fun. No, um, yeah. He's not that's like cool. Will Levis throwing four touchdowns on his fucking motherfucker. I didn't want to talk about that why am i bringing that up we have a game that we haven't even talked about yet monday yes. night football raiders yes. lions lions put one on the raiders 26 to 14 um hmm jameer gibbs the rookie man uh, who did i just learned his, did you see how he was running <clears throat> he was amazing oh my uh, god he, he had some angry runs too for a little yeah, guy was, he was i'm like,
1: impressed I didn't know he was that fast. Like, when he got around that corner, he raced that one guy to the end. It was just like, whoo. He gone. He gone. Uh,
2: yeah. The rookie, who I just recently learned, is from Dalton, Georgia, the self-proclaimed oh, carpet capital of the world. <laughs> carpet Dude capital. Had him ca- I'm like, who? who's how? I was like, how are you the carpet capital of the world? This is not possible. Somebody out there who makes carpets in the world. It's like, nah, man, that ain't it. Maybe because the rest of the
1: world stopped using carpet like America does.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Carpet in the bathroom? What's that about? I had no idea that was weird until I away from America. Uh, Anyway, the rookie had himself a night. 26 carries, 152 yards and a touchdown. Damn, even Craig Reynolds had 74 uh, yards rushing in this game. The Lions were running it down the Raiders' throat. Uh, St. Brown had a night. With over yeah. hundred yards. The rookie tight end continues to impress what's his name? Sam Laporta.
1: Yeah, man. he won 58. us, he
2: won us some money. He did speaking of which, I, I went back and looked. We did really well this week in yeah. the bets. Like, yeah. I mean, I think I think we may have hit 80% of our bets this week.
1: That's what we do, man. Those that want to follow us, patreon.com slash for our gambling journey. Get some tips. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this might have been our best week ever actually.
1: Yeah.
2: Um Goff had a decent night too even though he did throw like a horrendous pick six uh to Raiders DB Marcus Peter Peters who who took that mm. shit 75 yard. It kind of looked like he was trying to throw it out of bounds and he just didn't see Marcus Peters. Um, yeah, maybe. Either way, it, it was not pretty. But if you think um, about that,
1: pick six, right? Your mm-hmm. coach is uh, considered some offensive guru from back in the day. Mm. Mm. That means that offensive guru was only able to put up seven points.
2: So yeah, no, and that that's a good point actually. And also, if you take into account not only the pick six, but the Lions had a number of turnovers in this game that the Raiders were, you know, unable to capitalize on um, on offense. Um, Jimmy G was back, and you know. He, while he is still extremely handsome i'm afraid it might be time for him to uh to hang it up because what a what a weird career this yeah for sure and you know i he was just i mean honestly his stat line is terrible 10 for 21 126 yards zero touchdowns and a pick the lions defense was swarming uh i think they sacked jimmy 6 times
1: yeah, that um, that one linebacker, his hair was on fire, man. Um, I think his number is forty three. I don't know his name. I had never seen this guy before. Oh, was,
2: is that Anzalone? With the like long that. blonde hair. Around.
1: Yeah, he had the yeah. one nasty hit though, mm. where he went at at Garoppolo's knees. I was like, they should take him out of the fucking game for that. Mm. Uh, but Garoppolo stood tall and then kept playing bad. So. <laughs> exactly. And he missed he missed Adams on two definite touchdowns.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that wound up being kind of the story of the night because obviously after a 6 target, 1 catch night, poor DeVonta Adams was completely beside himself, slamming his helmet uh on the ground and his post-game comments were really just sad. Like he he just seemed like a broken yeah. Man, he, he, he said – this is quote from – in the locker room. He said – and just in the most depressed fashion you could possibly imagine, he said, I honestly don't know what to say at this moment. I truly don't. I wish I had the words to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media or taken out of context. I, I, I just don't know. I don't know what else to say. Um, I felt bad for him. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, this the – you know, the team stats in this one are dramatic and tell a story about this game that isn't quite reflected in the score. Uh, first downs, Raiders 12, Lions 29. Total plays, Raiders 45, Lions 81. Total yards, Raiders 157, Lions 486.
1: 157. Time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Time of possession is basically half. Raiders twenty minutes, Lions forty minutes. I mean, it, it without those turnovers that the Lions had, uh, this would have been far more embarrassing. Um, yeah. So, so you have a situation where the Lions are uh, basically rolling in a division where Kirk Cousins just fell off the face of the map. Bears are mm-hmm. trash. Packers do not look interesting. I read a report this morning that Jordan Love is the, the, the GM of the Packers or the effective GM uh, is essentially saying that Jordan Love his next 10 games. he's basically playing for his job. Um, the NFC North looks to be pretty much on lock and running through the city of Detroit while the Raiders are three and five. Do not mm-hmm. look anywhere close to a team capable of making a run at the playoffs. Man, all they, day, you on- never know, man. You never know, man. I mean, True.
1: Get everybody together. <clears throat> well, rally the Okay,
2: okay. Uh, you've been on a plane, so let me let me explain to you. <laughs> uh, you you may have missed a few things. All, so all day trade <laughs> le- deadline day, people were wondering if the Raiders were going to be sellers. Right. A lot mm-hmm. of chatter about trading Devonte Adams. In mm-hmm. the end, the Raiders did not make any trades. But later that oh. night at 1 a.m. Eastern time. They announced they are firing Josh McDaniels and GM Dave Ziegler. 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, this is the second time that McDaniels has been fired in season. Um, Right. Broncos now the Raiders wasn't it wasn't he in the middle of his second season with the Broncos too when he got fired in season
1: pretty sure he started strong with the Broncos and then yeah I know but he he lasted a season and
2: then the middle of the second season he got fired this is second time this has happened to him Um, so linebackers coach Antonio Pierce will be taking over as interim head coach Pierce played nine seasons in the NFL, uh, five with the giants, including their super bowl winning campaign in 2007. And his first job will be to beat his old team this weekend as the Raiders face off against the New York football giants on Sunday. Mm. Uh, so yeah, the script writers kind of worked that one out quite nicely. the Raiders uh, are also seemingly done with Jimmy G, uh, announcing that he's been benched and that rookie Aiden O'Connell will be starting AOC. this weekend. <laughs> the second
1: most popular uh, yeah, That's AOC funny. I didn't think about
2: that. That's funny.
1: Um, <laughs> hell, and have I, you heard this? Oh, one, one second, man. Have you heard uh-huh. this? Apparently, the last straw was when McDaniels, who's well-known around the league circles as a guy who goes all out for Halloween, came to the Raiders facility dressed as Mark Davis the day after losing to the Lions on Monday Night Football. Davis seemed to take it in stride. At first, he appeared to laugh and even ordered his now trademark P.F. Chang's lunch delivered to Coach McDaniels to complete the look. After the two had eaten, Davis suggested McDaniels read his fortune cookie, which read, You're fired hot shot. <laughs> according Shh. to multiple sources who viewed the dessert shut up but that's that's some story uh Are i don't you know said, if it's true I, not, I don't that, know man
2: i want that to be true
1: <laughs> we gotta look into it but that's just a story uh my friend sent me on uh <laughs> wow <laughs> saying i don't know if it's true but it's funny uh that would be I great mean, if that if put it in a fortune cookie but i don't know man <laughs>
2: That's really funny. I really but want that. statement to be true. of "We
1: wish him the best in the future" and all that stuff was, right? You know what I mean, it's not the same as that.
2: I mean, this is obviously a big time shakeup for the Raiders. Only two years after, you know, basically doing the same thing after they fired Gruden. Obviously, the circumstances were different there. Um, I mean, and now you're rolling with a rookie quarterback. I guess you know, if there's one positive note, I mean obviously it's time to find out what the kid can do um and then you get to see what he's got and then at the end of the season once this dumpster fire is out you can figure out where to go from there um but it must be really difficult to be a raiders fan right now i would say
1: i think <laughs> they could beat the giants though man this could be you know you know how it is you know how it is you know my theory man
2: yeah no i Team. i agree and the giants are terrible um
1: yeah, they got Daniel, the quarterback. The, the Daniel. Well, he da- my Daniel
2: Jones is Daniel Jones is going to play oh, this weekend. Um oh, okay. Darren Waller looks like he's going to miss some time with a hamstring injury. Um, he wasn't doing anything. So anymore. he wasn't doing anything anyway. I mean, at least they certainly have a better chance to win now that they don't have Tommy DeVito. No disrespect. Um, <laughs> did you know that's a character on Goodfellas? <laughs> it's Joe Pesci's character. <laughs> It's the name of Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas. That shit is crazy. Wait, I like, didn't even think. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like. You know, New York was like, oh, Tommy. It's, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's too stupid to be fake. Like, how is this a thing? Very, very strange. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah. Tommy DeVito. Who would have they thought? didn't even
1: try to throw the ball downfield in that game. No, what was he? Just like, hey, two- Tommy, hey, you throw it over to the running back, all right?
2: It <laughs> was this? two for six, negative nine yards. Come on, get out, <laughs> Tommy, get out of here. What are you doing,
1: Tommy? <laughs> and
2: apparently, he wears a. Of course, he wears a gold chain around his neck with a with a pendant on it that has his initials TD. Oh wow. Tommy DeVito. Touchdown. 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 touchdown, Tommy DeVito.
1: Hey, touchdown, Tommy. <laughs> 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 oh, oh
2: my God. <clears throat>
1: um,
2: right. So that sort of brings us into the news, which there is a lot. Uh obviously we had the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. We'll start with Kirk Cousins. Uh it, so it's official. He he tore his Achilles. Obviously, he's done for the year. Um, the big question was, what do they, what do they do? Like, do they do they give up on the season? Do they roll the dice with Jaron Hall and hope that they get lucky? And if mm-hmm. they do that, should this be interpreted as the Vikings basically giving up on their season? Well, Tuesday we got our answer mm-hmm. when the Vikings struck a deal with the Arizona Cardinals that sent Joshua Dobbs to Mm -hmm. Minnesota um the Cardinals get back a 2024 six round pick I mean if you think about it Dobbs this dude has had himself a very interesting Mm -hmm. year last season he plays meaningful games for the Titans as they're trying to make a playoff push he gets traded to the Browns winds up as number three on the depth chart for the Browns for some reason gets traded to be a starter in Arizona like a week before the season starts week nine. He's now I assume going to be the Minnesota Vikings starting quarterback. Got to be. Um, the reports are that, um, Jaron Hall has been tapped as the starter for this week's game against my Atlanta Falcons. Oddly enough, um, well, that's a W. We'll see how short the rope is. I mean, mm-hmm. Dobbs. If anything, I mean, the fact that he came in
1: to didn't the he, Cardinals didn't he do it on like one week's notice for the uh, Titans and played very well last last year. He,
2: it, same thing with the Cardinals; they signed yeah. him a week before the season started. So, and and he he played pretty well. I mean, you obviously after a couple weeks, you start to see that Joshua Dobbs has a pretty short shelf life. Um, but at the same time, you know, he, he, this to me indicates that the Vikings are not giving up on their season. No. Nah. You know what I mean? They, they've had a good run these last couple of weeks. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're like just one spot out of a playoff spot at the moment.
1: Uh, I for think a the Vikings spot. owner should pull in their defensive coordinator to the office and say, I'll give you 100000 <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I yeah,
2: give, give you a hundred thousand if you get us to the playoffs because I think I honestly uh, think yeah, that, yeah. that defense is gonna have to play their asses off for them to make it. Um their defense could make the difference in them making the playoffs or not, I think.
1: If they do, I mean he's 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 coaching for a co- head coaching job, Flores. Mm. <clears <clears <throat> also, look at it. Look
2: at what Dobbs – this guy, what an interesting – I mean, he's played – you know, you always – you talked a lot about like, hey, where's the journeyman black quarterback? This guy is it, bro. He's played for like seven different teams. He's now landed on a Vikings team where I'm assuming this is the best receiver core he's ever worked with. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's – a. You got Hawkinson, the tight end, who's great. Mm -hmm. Jordan Addison, Mm -hmm. the rookie, is Mm -hmm. having a great year. KJ Osborne's not bad. And it's only a few weeks before Justin Jefferson comes back. Joshua Dobbs is like, I'm playing with Justin Jefferson? How the fuck did this happen?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think he's going to like it, man. It's, It's good for him, man. And this journeyman thing, it's come a long way since we started podcasting, honestly. This oh, is our for fourth sure. season. This is yeah. our fourth uh, season podcasting, or the fourth season of our show. So it's the third football season, <laughs> mm. or fourth, right?
2: No, twenty twenty. We started. We started in the off season.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so like it's our third season. Since then, you got Bridgewater. Mm. You got uh, Huntley. Mm-hmm. Not really journeyman for Huntley, but um, who's it? Uh, J- Jacoby Brissett. Yep. We got there's there's another one out there. There's a PJ few these, Walker's uh, been around the PJ block. PJ Walker, yeah, he's been around the block. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a few Johnson. The what's his name? Justin Johnson or something like that.
2: Oh uh, yeah, he's that guy who's played for like twenty seven different teams or some shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're out there, man. Uh, so it's, it's, it's turned it's turned a bit. <clears throat>
2: um, in other Vikings news, um. I guess sort of in the midst of all of this, they decided to trade their offensive lineman, Ezra Cleveland to the Jacksonville Jaguars in exchange for a six round pick. Um, ah! Yeah. I mean, normally I don't get too hard for uh, offensive linemen, but this guy is a former <laughs> second round pick. Um and the Jaguars need an offensive lineman, so that's, mm. that's, that's a, that could be a sneaky good pickup for them. Um, the biggest news of the day outside of Joshua Dobbs yeah. was obviously what was happening out of Washington. Yes. The commanders traded defensive end Chase Young to the 49ers for a compensatory third-round pick, which is basically
1: like just a can of soup, more or less. How long, how, when When is the collusion?
0: <laughs> like I,
1: I, I was looking at these guys coming into the season, we we're like they got the best roster in football. We all agree they had the best roster in football. They got a good coach, one of the best coaches, geniuses of all times, uh, mm-hmm. who's just never done anything wrong. And then, like last year, Carolina's like, "Here, man, take McCaffrey." <laughs> it, it turns that team into a, a juggernaut, and then now somebody's giving them. They already got Joey Bosa. I mean, uh, Nick Bosa. Insane. One of the top defensive ends, maybe defensive player of the year. uh, Every year is he's in the running for defensive player of the year. Now we're going to put chase on the other side. And I don't know if you know this,
2: uh, but chase young and Nick Bosa are former teammates playing together at Ohio state in college.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Oh my God. Um,
2: I don't know how this is Kyle Shanahan's fault, but I'm assuming that it is somehow. Um, I think you should
1: find out. I think you should let us know uh, (laughs) exactly how. uh, How is this Kyle Shanahan's fault?
2: Well, uh, if I had to guess, it's probably because the league has so much invested in this whole idea of Kyle Shanahan being a genius, and they Mm. just really want this man to win a Super Bowl.
1: So, mm. yeah. Um, wow. Well, that's a quick answer. Uh, I think I might, I might be with you on that, man. Because mm. this is kind of ridiculous.
2: Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Chase Young goes to the Forty ers and then the other one was Montez Sweat being yeah. traded to the Chicago Bears. Uh, in exchange for a 2024 second round pick, for me, this qualifies as one of the weirder moves of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you have a top tier pass rusher. I, I would rate him higher than than Chase Young. Uh, going yeah. to a team who is two and six, he's on a contract year, so. They basically traded away draft picks for a good player that is in no way obligated to sign with the Bears right. at the end of the season if he wants. to And it's to not test like the they're going to the playoffs. <laughs> no, no fucking way. Now I, I may be wrong. Obviously, we might learn tomorrow or today, you know, that this guy, the Bears, have signed him to an extension of, uh, uh, mm. of some kind. But if he, if his agent is smart, he would say, you know what, just play, just play for the Bears. Uh, he's, he's been having a great year, uh, keep proving it. And, and he might be able to get twice the amount of money in the free agency market or the bears will just, you know, decide we want to pay this guy. I don't know. It just, it's kind of a weird move for a guy that good. I am also unfortunately hearing that the Falcons offered, uh, the commanders, a third round pick, uh, for Montez sweat and, um, and the bears swooped in and kind of outbid us. So. That's unfortunate cuz I think um, he could have made a difference in Atlanta for sure.
1: Does this mean Ron Rivera is out?
2: <clears throat> I think the main takeaway from both of these trades is that this will be Ron Rivera's last year as the coach of the Washington Commanders for sure, 100%. The in
1: the uh the Athletic has an article about it and they're saying that <sighs> <laughs> Ron Rivera drafted young who he considered a generational talent over mm. Justin Herbert and Tua Tungvaluwa. Yeah. Not a good mm. look. Not a good look. Yeah, man. It's not a good look.
2: Not his fault, though. I mean, he, to be fair, Chase Young, uh, he won Defensive Rookie of the Year. He exploded out of the gates. Yeah. Uh, and then an injury basically wiped out his second season. and And he has – he's – quietly been quite good this year. Um, that being said, he you know, just hasn't really put up the sack numbers, I guess you would say. The, the really, the sexier stat really. Um, but yeah, I think Ron Rivera's done. New ownership. It's an absolute yard sale. They're trading away their best players. It, every Everything points to Ron Rivera losing his job at the end of the season. Um. Let's see what's next. The Buffalo Bills signed running back Leonard Fournette. Um, which <laughs> was not a trade. That was more of a free agent acquisition Where was he at? Was he
1: working at a sports authority. <laughs> <laughs> <Remember> sports
2: <laughs> yeah, authority? <laughs> maybe I do remember sports authority. Um, I'm not sure if this fixes their issues running the ball, but I would say that this probably helps with their red zone issues. Yeah. Of course. Um, my man, former Bulldog James Cook, as much as I love the guy, has not really been much of a, a threat in the red. He's had a good year, but he he's just not that guy you go to when you're when you're within the 10-yard line. He's not that big. You know what I mean? And um Fournette is kind of a bowling ball. So I I think this could help them actually.
1: Buffalo, right? Hmm. I'm confused by them. Hmm. Right? Are you confused by them? A little bit. I feel, like, I feel like, is somebody, is their window closing? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, don't yeah, know, I think. Oh, man. Are they a top five AFC team? <laughs>
2: Well, they're just yeah. I mean, they they seem a little inconsistent. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and if I'm if I'm if if I would if I had a defense for them, uh, it would actually be the number of injuries that they've experienced on on their defense.
1: Yeah. That's um.
2: True. Big key players. Von Miller's back, but he doesn't appear to be himself. No. as well so that doesn't help um speaking of which uh, the next trade actually is related to the bills and their defense um as uh, the packers traded cornerback rasul douglas to the bills in exchange for a third round pick obviously wow. the bills needed some help in their secondary this dude is he's a baller he's he's had a lot of interceptions mm-hmm. this year last year i think the last 3 years he's he's been he's yeah. been very good i don't know if I don't know. I don't know how big of a difference he's going to make, but I think it will make a big difference because they've, they've suffered a lot on, on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. Um, but yeah, but you're right. The Bills, we'll see. I don't know. We're, we're basically at the midpoint of the season, so a yeah. lot can happen from here on out. Uh, let's see what else. Seahawks acquired defensive lineman Leonard Williams from the New York Football Giants for the 2024 second round pick uh, and a 2025 fifth round pick. Um, this guy is six foot five and three hundred pounds. It's a big man. Yeah, can move some people. Uh, so we'll see. Seahawks so defense yeah, is be. really like much improved this year. Um, lately turning into one of the best defenses in the league. So so good on them for that. Um, what else? Might win that division, man. They could. I don't know. Maybe Pete Carroll's the real genius. Just saying. (laughs) Uh, The Browns traded wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions for a six-round pick. DPJ is actually a Detroit native.
1: Went to Michigan. Uh, The Lions are really, really going after it.
2: This is actually kind of my sneaky favorite move of the day.
1: Yeah, Uh, going after it, boy.
2: DPJ was a 900-yard-plus receiver last year. His numbers suck this year because he plays with Deshaun Watson, which lately what? means – it. Well, lately, playing for with Deshaun Watson means that you play with P.J. Walker. Um, but <laughs> now that he's with a functional offense, I would predict that we start hearing his name more often.
1: That offense is crazy now. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, uh, the rookie or theoretical Jamison Williams for the Lions has not really been as advertised. I think it sounds mm-hmm. to me like the Lions are starting to lose faith in him. Um, I don't know. Or maybe add maybe weapons
1: it's... <clears throat> so that you, kinda, you can't guard him and everybody else.
2: Is it because he played for Alabama? Nobody really knows, but, you know. <laughs> That is one of the theories that's out there. Uh,
1: Jalen Waddle has entered the chat.
2: That's true. He's good. Julio Jones, also good.
1: It's
2: a terrible theory, actually. I take it back. It's a bad take. (laughs) There's so many good Alabama receivers. It's a bad take. I take it back. Um, Okay, on to my Falcons. The Falcons defensive tackle Grady Jarrett is out for the season with a torn ACL. Um, which probably led mm-hmm. them to the decision, uh, where they acquired defensive lineman Kentavious Street
0: oh, in a trade put, with contagious? the Eagles.
2: <laughs> Kentavious Street, too. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> um, we'll see. I don't know. Obviously, this is like, I mean, Every time you think D lineman from the Eagles, it's like if this guy's not part of the rotation, how good could he possibly be? I mean, they, but maybe I don't know. They got a lot of good defensive linemen up there.
1: If my name was Contavious Street, then I would do a lot of community involvement stuff. Yeah. So that the mayor of the city would name a street after me.
2: Oh, it's
1: like it was, lit- it was literally deep written
2: deep. into his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be like,
1: come on, man. I'm giving turkeys out at a Thanksgiving. I'm doing a food drive, can drive. I'm doing like all of this stuff, toy drive. Uh, can and- I get a street? <laughs> <laughs> can <clears throat> take totally. this street in his hometown.
2: Uh, sticking with the Falcons, uh, Arthur Smith announced yesterday that the Falcons will start quarterback Taylor Heineke. Against the Vikings, Ooh. Ritter has been benched. Damn. Taylor Heineke is the quarterback. He's saying, "Well, for what he basically he couched it, it. He said for this week, so it's I don't know if he goes with Heineke and then goes back to Ritter. I, I, things are. I think Arthur Smith is putting himself on the hot seat
1: right now. Uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, he's sitting there with <laughs> he's sitting there with the little electrical padding, yeah, setting the seat up. Plugging it in. Now this is is how I like it. I like a little pressure. (laughs) Yeah, speaking like a
2: man who was born on third base. like He doesn't realize he's sitting on a fucking hot plate. Uh, Heineke is a hometown kid. He's from Lawrenceville, Georgia, oddly enough. And uh, I'm kind (laughs) of here for it. I've said it before. Do I think we can win a Super Bowl with Heineke? No, absolutely not. Uh, But the thing that I do like about him is that he doesn't play scared. Um, that can bite you in the ass sometimes. And we've seen that from Heineke, but when I watch Ritter, the big takeaway for me is that he plays like he's trying not to lose and I'm just tired of watching it. So, uh, yeah, more quarterback news, Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford day to day with a UCL sprain in his thumb, there are reports that the Rams might decide to put him on IR, but I just read this morning that they have decided that that's probably not necessary. Either way, I assume it means that the Rams are going to start Brett Ripien. Mm. Um future You know, Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, Brett Ripien, you know, the recent injury to Matthew Stafford is also for some to ask uh, uh, a question that, that I guess kind of faded into the, into the background a little bit, which is what, in the hell happened to my man, former Bulldog, Stetson Bennett. Right? Oh, yeah. Steps, steps away from the Rams about a month ago for what was being called quote, non-football related issue. Okay. And when they pressed McVeigh about it, he said, look, that's all All I'm going to say is that some things are bigger than football. And He's that's like, the look, last... You motherfucker
1: thing. like to drink, all right? You got a drinker problem.
2: Right. <laughs> that's Obviously... What he, that's what he should have said. <laughs> given the arrest history, most assume that it was alcohol related, but we don't know because we just haven't gotten any more clarity about it. Um, at, Unfortunately, this was exactly the kind of opportunity that I predicted would happen. you remember before the season started, I said, you watch. Stafford's going to get yep. hurt. Yep. Uh, and Bennett is going to get a chance, but unfortunately, he's just Gets not here dumbest. to take advantage. I, I looked around to see if there were like any new reports about his situation or wh- what happened, but, I, I I haven't found anything. It's it's still kind of a mystery. Um, a boy in rehab. I, it has to be. It has to be something yeah. like that. It, 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 it Maybe he had some kind of a weird mental breakdown. Um, you know, it yeah. happens to, to people who just, I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't ready.
1: No. I don't know. It's a weird it's one. Young, fragile man. <laughs> sometimes
2: um so I, I would say I've seen a lot of articles post trade deadline you always see this winners and losers yeah. um, you know it, it, it you know it takes a while for the dust to settle but I, I would say certainly the Washington commanders come out um, as, as winners to a certain degree I mean they piled up some draft picks I mean this is how you this is how you rebuild. Um, you know, th- I, I think they made some smart moves. I think they made a lot of smart moves, and I think they have all the draft picks that they need to start rebuilding. Obviously, Ron L- Rivera is a loser in this scenario because he's definitely not going to keep his job. Um, I would argue that I'm sorry, Rams- I'm done. The San Francisco 49ers definitely won. <laughs> um, anytime the you win, uh, maybe. Well, you know, the tricky part with the Raiders is that they didn't, I mean, yeah, they got rid of their, I no, I would say, no, I would say, no, okay. I would say, no, I would say as an organization, they're not a very, I, I've always been, uh, um, based on what I've read, it, it, it seems to be the case that the Raiders are not a very uh, sort of cash rich franchise. Um, mm. They didn't get rid of anyone, so they didn't really acquire any new assets. And after firing, after firing McDaniel's, they are now firing two of their previous head coaches. Um, I mean, there's John Gruden is still he was on a ten year guaranteed contract. McDaniel's was on a six year. So you're you're paying these two guys millions of dollars who who don't work for you anymore.
1: Um, Hot dog is going to be thirty dollars. Hmm. They're going to have $30 hot dogs. <laughs> you talked about the beer prices. Remember we talked about how, how much the beer costs? Yeah, exactly. Raiders going to have some expensive-ass beer for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Pay off these um,
2: coaches. According to The Athletic, the Bears are losers in the trade deadline.
1: Mm. Um, yeah, I'm the just, Montez Sweat thing is kind of weird.
2: It is a little weird. There's no way they're going to make a playoff run, and they don't know if this guy's going to stick around uh i like what the vikings did honestly
1: i think this yeah. was a really smart move i feel really good for their fans you know it's a good sign they, to the fans and it's a good sign to the team like we didn't give up y'all shouldn't give up let's do this
2: yeah uh Devontae adams certainly comes out a loser there were reports after the trade deadline that the jets called uh looking to acquire Devonte adams Oh. Yeah. Imagine Devonte Adams being reunited with uh Aaron, Aaron Rodgers Rogers. once he's <laughs> healthy. That that would have been interesting. Um but yeah, I I, I feel bad for Devonte Adams. He feels like he's Imagine that he's,
1: receiver core.
2: He's being held hostage, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah
2: Garrett Wilson, Devonta Adams, yeah, and then but all until those Rogers other
1: Rodgers gets back. You got Zach Wilson throwing yeah. the ball. Yeah. Uh, how's he a star quarterback man i don't know dude well, he, um, did lead the, he did drive them down that last drive after dayball made that mistake
2: Mm-hmm. and the final winner in this scenario i would have to argue is the seattle seahawks right yeah they they pick up leonard williams um they signed frank clark as well um you know, defense is good and just got better. So if yeah. they can hold it down on the offensive side of the ball, uh, I don't see why they can't challenge the 49ers for the, to win this division. They're winning it right now anyway. Exactly. Black Baker. So, I mean, you know, as much as the you, you consider the 49ers to be winners, again th- – they beefed up the, the defensive side of the ball. They still got a lot of problems on the offensive side of the ball for the 49ers. Um, Purdy's come down say. to earth.
0: They oh, yeah. got a lot that.
2: of, a lot of their players are banged up. Debo right. hasn't been a hundred percent healthy. Um, you know, so uh, they've had some, some, some issues on the offensive side of the ball. So I, I, they've only scored 17 points in the last, you know,
1: three, games, last yeah.
2: three games. So, Seven, in, in, in each of those games, obviously. But um, they, they got other problems to fix. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. In the end, well, it, it will is. be Kyle Shanahan's fault. We all know that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, that's it's uh, a lot of news, but that's it. That's all I got.
1: All right. Well, let's take a break and make some picks.
0: Yep.
1: All right, we back, man. That break was brought to you by Brisket and Friends. Brisket and Friends, best barbecue in Stockholm. Make sure swing by and check them out. Get some good barbecue. And don't forget to ask for the Sven-N-Fell table breaker and confuse the shit out of them. Brisket and Friends, barbecue so good, make your mama slap your grandma.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, now we got that out of the way. Paid those bills. Let's uh, let's get some picks out of the way, man. We got to uh, You get. You're flipping, right? Uh, I've been winning these coin tosses.
2: Yeah, you have.
1: No, it's your turn to flip. So, all right. The current score is sixty to sixty-three. Skip is ahead now.
2: I got my quarter here. I'm gonna flip it and call it in the air, and I'm going to call tails. Got him. Tails. It is. Damn it. What is that? It's a weird quarter. Tails it is, tails it is, and I had decided while you were away grabbing a beverage that I would like to go first. Okay. I'm going to go first. There's a couple of games I'm trying to avoid here. Uh, I'm going to start with Thursday night football. You have the Tennessee Titans with their new hotshot quarterback, Will Levis. Right. Going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think this is a, yeah, I think it's going to be a letdown game. I think TJ Watt is going to be introducing himself to Will Levis over and over and over,
1: over <laughs> and over and over and over and, and, over, <laughs> and over and over <laughs> and over
2: and over and over. I guarantee you that TJ Watt looked at last week's Titans Falcons tape and he's literally salivating at the opportunity to bring this kid back back down to earth um, and maybe sort of bury him under the earth. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one.
1: I can see that. All right. Uh, next game is Dolphins versus the Chiefs. It's gonna mm, be that's... in Munich. Mm. Uh, in Frankfurt actually. Frankfurt. I'm sorry, it's in Frankfurt. Um, I would know if I was able to go to the game, but the scalpers kept it from happening. Mm. Uh, you know what? I want to say the Chiefs are gonna win this game. Mm-hmm. But I think they fucked up because they're not going until tomorrow. I saw that, too. And the Dolphins been there since yesterday. Mm. So the Dolphins are going to hit their jet lag like tomorrow is when it kicks in, day three or whatever, or like mm. Saturday. Tomorrow mm. and Saturday is when it really kicks in. Then they'll be adjusted. I think it's going to be like the, like the Bills when they did the same schedule coming in on mm. Friday, and they lagged their way, and they finally woke up in the fourth quarter, and it was too little, too late. So I think because of that, the Dolphins are going to win this game. Okay. I think no matter what, they're going to put on a good show for the uh, for, for Frankfurt fans to watch
2: uh, football. Scheduling note. So uh, for those of us here in Europe, all of the games are going to come on back at their regular time at 7 oh, yeah. o'clock because America is doing their – Daylight savings time on Saturday. This game, obviously, because it's happening in Frankfurt, will start at 3 30 our time, 3 30 in the afternoon. So, yeah, make sure to warn your family.
1: I'm gonna be so happy to watch the game at this time. <laughs>
2: mm, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, yeah, this, that was one of the games I wanted to avoid because I like, I, I want. I want to believe that the Dolphins are going to win this game, but the Dolphins have not beat a
1: really good team yet. This is going to be a good test, man. Are the Chiefs a really good team, though? Like, if the Dolphins win, it's going to be like, well, hundred percent,
2: hundred percent. I'm with you. There's a lot of narrative for both teams. Obviously, it's the Tyreek Hill uh, reunion with the Chiefs game.
1: Tyreek Hill is going to go off. You would think so. You would think so. And Ramp is Uh, back. uh, X is back. That's true. That's true. Um,
2: Next game is game of the week. Obviously, Minnesota Vikings, Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) Everyone's waiting for this one. Two four four teams.
1: Brought to you by (laughs) X-Lex. These two teams are
2: perfectly average. They're both four and four. Uh, One of them, well, they're both playing brand new quarterbacks. Taylor Heineke's. He's not a rookie, obviously, but it'll be his first start for the the Atlanta Falcons. It's the backup (laughs) ball. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. The backup ball. Jaron Hall starting for the Vikings. (sighs) Are the Falcons capable of losing to a backup quarterback two weeks in a row? 100%. (laughs) Like, next-gen stats would say 100% probability that this is – possible not maybe not probability but 100% possibility. Uh that being said I'm going to reluctantly pick my Atlanta Falcons to win this game mm. because logic tells me that they should. Uh yeah. even though as a Falcons fan logic
1: should mean nothing to me. Yeah. I think uh, Dobbs is a robot and if Hall is struggling in the first half he will have downloaded the entire playbook, But
2: I like I like that theory. <laughs> He's not a real human. <laughs> no, That's why he no, doesn't have any hair. It's not, al- it's not alopecia. He's mm-hmm. a fucking cyborg. He's
1: a they, cyborg, man.
2: They were like, "Why does he need?" You know, we could put hair on the robot, but then it makes it harder to access the mainframe where we need to sort of like <laughs> upload the playbook. So we just decided yeah. to make him bald. He's laying yeah. in his
1: neo chair and, right now. And,
2: and even though he's bald, he's always got that white uh, like headband thing around. It's mm-hmm. like we need a headband for you. He ain't got no hair.
1: Processing.
2: He's hiding the USB port that's in the back of his head. <laughs> I'm with you 100. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here for this theory.
1: All right, then we got uh another potential shit bowl, mm. which uh shit bowls involving the Browns. It's just all poop metaphors, but I'm gonna pick the Browns because of the defense to win this game.
2: I forgot to mention that. Uh, so the Cardinals. It appears that Kyler Murray is pretty close to coming back. That being said, it has already been announced that the starter for this game uh, for Arizona
1: will be Clayton Toon. (laughs) Why why is Carson Wentz out of the NFL? (laughs) What an indictment on him, right? Yeah, man. People, Let that man put some people, socks. He, he gotta add some <laughs> so, some cardinal socks to, to, his, to his team his team uh, attire. <laughs> people people want to avoid
2: you so bad, Carson Wentz, that they're willing to put a man named Clayton Toon on the field.
1: Okay, and Hall. Like this is I think this is why these extra leagues can't work. Yeah. If if Clayton Toon is starting a, a game, then. Who's playing for the fucking, I don't know, uh, Brownsville Bombers or whatever they're going to be called? You know what I mean? And Who's still, 4% of you dumbass motherfuckers
2: have picked the Arizona Cardinals. I don't understand. I don't I don't understand how that's possible. I don't know. Uh, next up, we got the Los Angeles Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. hmm <sighs> This is a tricky one because yeah. it, it it does not appear that Matthew Stafford is going to start this game. Um, Brett Ripien, Um Jordan Love feels like he's now on the hot seat, so you would kind of expect a big game out of him. But right. I still – I just think Rippian has better players around him. I'm going to – I got to go with the Rams. I got to go Rams. Packers are unraveling.
1: For some reason, I think the Packers are going to win this game.
2: I have a funny feeling they're going to win it too, but I just – yeah.
1: I'm with you. All right. uh, What's the spread on this next game? What does Vegas think about the Patriots and the Commanders? Patriots, Commanders. The
2: spread is New England by three and a half.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay, cause on the uh, it says sixty two percent picks commanders. Mm. On the uh, pick them, I gotta say the Patriots are gonna win this game. I agree. I think they won't be able to get to Mac to frustrate him or to scare him. So, I think they're gonna be good, and everybody gonna say, "See, Mac Jones is not that bad." Only for them to play a, a real defense and him fall back into his horrible habits. I think this might be Mac Jones' best
2: game of the season. Yeah. I mean, they just gutted the defense. Yeah. Who, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, next up, we got the Chicago Bears going up against the New Orleans Saints. Um. My heart wants to pick the Bears, but my head is telling me to pick the Saints. So... I'm gonna pick this. This is an upset, too, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh my lord! Saints (laughs) are favored by eight and a half. God damn! Whew! I mean, the Saints have been putting up some points lately. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't overthink it. I'm just gonna go Saints.
1: What? What? What does Vegas think about the next game? Seahawks Ravens.
2: Bird battle. (laughs) We got a bird
1: Bird battle.
2: (laughs) Hey, if you want to pick an upset, this is where you do it. Baltimore Ravens are favored by
1: six points in this game. No, Ravens are going to win. (laughs) Uh-huh. I think they're going to win. I don't know, man. I'm still uh, a preseason mode with AFCs beating NFC.
2: I'd like to go go on record... And say
1: that I think you're wrong. Mm. I think the Damn, Seahawks you think are it's a, win. You think it's a good upset, huh?
2: Yeah, I do. I'm just wow. I'm going to put a little asterisk here just so that I can
1: yeah. prove to you that. Did you, you put were an wrong. asterisk last week? You did something, right? I did let's actually. Let's go through the uh, the asterisk <laughs> update.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see who started last week.
1: Uh, I went first.
2: Hmm. Uh, hmm. Huh, huh. Huh?
1: The first, You thought, the first pick was you. You picked the. Uh, you picked the. Uh, oh, Bills I picked the
2: Bills the over the Bucks. Which means it says it on my
1: spreadsheet here, so it's easy. Bills, to pick, to see Vikings. That.
2: I picked the Colts to beat the Saints, and you said I think you're wrong, and you were correct. You were correct. I, I got that one wrong. That was. The and only then one. nope. And then you picked the Steelers to beat the Jags. And I said, hmm, I'd like to go on record and say I think you're wrong about that. And it turns out I was right. And that was it.
1: Okay. So whenever we go on the record, man, y'all remember that out there. Yeah. (laughs) Now Skip's going on the record saying the Seahawks are going to beat the Ravens in a bird battle.
2: Yeah. I'm also going to go on the record and say that the Houston Texans are going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they had a terrible game last week, the Texans. Uh and I think they're going to have a bounce back game. I think they're okay. going to have a bounce back game and I think they're going to beat the Buccaneers. I do. All
1: right. Um I think you're right. Nice. Colts are playing the Panthers. Panthers got their first victory. I think that was their uh Super Bowl Colts. Are
2: pick this one. <laughs> yeah, sorry Panthers.
1: Or maybe if we have the like the a f c South is where we we're gonna own them all,
2: yeah, that would be weird, wouldn't it? That's certainly a division you can own, you know it's not like they're any good yeah. uh speaking of not good New York Giants <laughs> are playing the Las Vegas Raiders a shit Bowl brought to you by xlex um, hmm. You know what? I'm gonna roll with your. I'm gonna roll with your theory. I'm gonna go with the Jonathan Rollins theory. First game after the coach is fired, I think the Raiders are gonna show up. I think yeah. that uh, Max Crosby is gonna make Daniel Jones
1: uh, wish that he nightmares
2: never came back to play football. I think he might uh, hit him so
1: hard that his neck goes to regular length. <laughs> <laughs> Just.
2: More compact. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Raiders and I, I yeah, the rookie quarterback. I, it's a very interesting narrative here. I, yeah, I'm gonna go Raiders.
1: All right. Um, Eagles are playing the Cowboys in what should be an electric game, hmm. um, which means it probably was, won't be. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, Cowboys got this one. I'm going with the Cowboys to beat the Eagles. Ooh.
2: For reals?
1: Yeah, man. It's not an upset. It's close. Oh, what's the spread? Four? Three. Three. Hmm.
2: I I wish I could sit here and say that I think that you're wrong, but I kind of think you might be right.
1: Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game.
2: I kind of think you might be right. Mm, Next up... Bills, Bengals, I'm just hoping nobody almost dies in this game. Obviously, Mm -hmm. this is what happened last year. That was terrifying. Uh, Let's see. Bills, Bengals, Bills, Bengals. You got two teams that are (sighs) – This is a tricky one, but I think I'm going to go – I'm going with Cincinnati. They're playing in Cincinnati. Defense is playing really well. Joe Burrow is coming back. I think Josh Allen's a little banged up. Uh, the shoulder is not looking good. I think he might overdo it. He might revert back to hero ball, and it'll burn him. I'm going to go Bengals.
1: All right. And then the final game is, some for some reason, a Monday night game. When they made the schedule, they were like, this is going to be so great. Aaron Rodgers versus the young Herbert. And it turns out to be Zach Wilson coming out. I think. Uh, <laughs> what's the spread on this? Okay,
2: okay. how athlete. are the Jets? How are the Jets four and three? This is so weird. <laughs> how? How is this possible? Uh, the spread is the Chargers are favored by three and a half.
1: Okay, so it's not even an upset. It doesn't count in the upset. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers to win this game. <laughs> I think uh I think Brandon Staley might be breathing a sigh of relief mm. because he wasn't the first coach fired.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he won he won that game last week that that we were putting him on notice for and we were talking about how if he loses that game and loses this game he'd be he'd be done for sure. Um yeah. sounds to me like he might have a little more rope. They looked pretty good last week actually. Uh, this is a good defense, though. I, 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 it's the only thing I can think to describe how the Jets are four and three. It's just, it's a little confusing, but yeah, but they're hanging in there. Yeah. Uh, we got Jags, Browns. Uh, no, that's not true. Who's on a bye this week? Jags, 49ers, Lions. Uh, oh, and Broncos. Broncos are on a buy.
1: Oh, okay. Nobody they cares. Get, they got that victory, then they're going to buy. Now they're going to go on a, bye, go on a, a tear. Broncos are going to the playoffs, baby. Book it.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Okie
2: doke. Yeah. Uh, that's all the games. Exciting. Nice.
1: Yes. Do you have any uh, sexiest game of the week?
2: I do. My sexiest game of the week. Have you ever hooked up with someone that you hate?
1: (laughs) Hold on. We got to get this. (laughs) There we go. I'm talking about the kind of hookup. (laughs) It's so much better with the music.
2: (laughs) Where one minute... You want to put your hands around the other person's neck. Mm. And and the next minute, your lips are colliding so violently, you both run the risk of winding up in concussion protocol. Next thing you know, (laughs) you're locked in a battle (laughs) that from the outside perspective could be interpreted as passion even though it looks more like a sweaty hand-to-hand combat wrestling match of death. (laughs) The adrenaline is flowing. (laughs) The conflicting emotions are getting all tangled and twisted. You're staring down at this person who you absolutely cannot stand. Mm. And yet you are doing everything in your power to provide the type of sexual pleasure that can rewire human DNA. I'm talking about hate sex, (laughs) which is obviously... Very rarely a wise or healthy decision, but it is a sexual encounter that will remain emblazoned in your mind for the rest of your life as one of the hottest nights of your sexy existence. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: This is how I feel about these division rivals, the Mm. Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles going at it on Sunday night football, the Lord's Day no less, which makes it even hotter. (laughs) Two teams that definitely hate each other that I would argue secretly actually want to fuck each other. Cowboys, mm. Eagles, hate sex, Sunday night. That's it. My sexiest game of the week.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Damn, I got the same game, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live up to that, man.
2: I thought I went with that one because I thought you were going to go Chiefs-Dolphins.
1: Oh, no, no. And I, I wanted to leave sex- it for you. Okay. No, I think this is the sexiest game, man. I should have let you go first. Mine has a different angle.
2: Okay, go for it.
1: There's not that many things that are more American than these two things. Mm. Bald eagle is the national bird, Mm. and a cowboy. Well, that's that's just what we are. Mm. We made up Wild Wild West, but these two things come together and make Wild. Wild sex And what is gonna be The sexiest matchup of the week The eagle is gonna be flying around Trying to swoop down And maybe even get a little wet Mm. While the cowboy's got his lasso Trying to reel it in Bring it closer for some nice Cowboy loving (laughs) So on this Sunday night Which as you said is the Lord's night Yep. these two beings gonna get it on for us for another sexy matchup: Eagles versus the Cowboys. Mm. (laughs) I gotta agree with you, bro. Yeah, that's a good one. It's gonna be hot. All right. uh, Now we have our uh, Ken Patera. We didn't have any official upsets, (laughs) but our uh, Ken Patera upset of the week.
2: uh, what, uh, for me, it's the bird battle. I honestly think that the Seahawks have what it takes to upset the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's possible.
1: I am so upset. Um, man, I see that. I thought when I made my pick, I thought the <laughs> – commanders were going to be favored over the patriots i just assumed that was going to be an upset Hmm. but uh so that's what i picked but then now it's the you said that the patriots are favored so that's not even an upset but what can be an upset Hmm. the jets could beat the chargers i have so little faith in uh brandon staley
2: that was my other one If I wasn't going to go Seahawks, Ravens,
1: it was going to be Jets over Chargers. (laughs) I I can see that. And the Texans, you got the Texans beating the Bucks. Are they supposed to beat them? Are they favored in that? Favored by three, actually. Damn. Mm. See, stuff that, like, this is, I guess, beginning of the season, I would have looked like upsets, but. Bears
2: over the Saints. That's uh, eight and a half right there. <laughs> that would be a big upset, <laughs> according to Vegas. What's up, but
1: that's not happening. What, what's the Raiders-Giants going for?
2: Raiders are favored by a point and a half. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Poor Giants. First
2: coach fired.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. All right, so I'll go with the Jets over the Chargers to be the Ken Patera upset of the week, mm. where the uh, Chargers fans will be. I am so upset. All right, man.
2: You got, you it got really a bold, switched on me. You got a bold prediction?
1: Yeah, man. Uh my bold prediction is that AOC, hmm. backup quarterback for the Raiders, is gonna light up the uh is gonna light up the Giants defense with a Will Levis type of performance. No, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna, have, <laughs> he's like gonna that. have he's gonna have two touchdowns and he's gonna have over two hundred yards, which I think is good. Right, So that's my prediction. Is it bold? Yes. But not super bold.
2: I'm going to go with a weird one. Um, My bold prediction is that a representative or someone claiming to be a representative of the (laughs) online video porn industry will streak onto the field in Germany at the Chiefs Dolphins game. We got this during the Bucks versus the Chiefs Super Bowl a few years back. Uh, and I think it's going to happen again in Germany in what is one of the most sexually deviant countries I think I've ever been to in my entire life. I think something freaky is going to happen on the field.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's my bold prediction. Shit. I like that. That's a, that was a left field. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah um i, I want to see who our leader is mm. I'm in fourth place,
2: oh man Ooh. i had a good i had a really good week actually, and the pigs can't 11. pick 'em
1: I got eleven right yeah, but uh somebody got thirteen right last week, and that was Rasmus, and it pushed him into lone first place, damn Rasmus saloons to them. So uh, his name is Kick the Field Goal.
2: <laughs> right. Not so, a big uh, analytics guy. Just kick the fucking field goal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, so so Rasmus, if you want to join us to for our Sunday bets, then let us know. NFL, uh, pod at com. if you want to email us or hit me up. I don't know. Let <clears throat> us know. If you want to join us to help us make our bet. Since you obviously have your finger on the pulse of the league I like it yeah man well that's uh that's about it man this was a long uh, prediction episode but we gotta we gotta get the information out man this is our responsibility we gotta do it right
2: I agree trade deadline a lot of shit happened deal with it a lot of it.
1: shit happened man yeah so yeah with that said let's uh let's wrap this thing up man it's another episode of Spinnerfeld. Good luck to your teams out there. Unless your team is the Kansas City Chiefs, fuck the Chiefs, man.
2: Yeah, fuck the Vikings, too.
1: Yeah, man. What are y'all going to do? What are you going to do, huh? Uh, but it's Not been p- Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, sorry. And with NFL? We'll catch y'all next time with the reactions to this week's games. We'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Later, y'all.